Hi there, and welcome to the Rome International Film Festival podcast, otherwise known as RIF. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios in downtown Rome, Georgia, and this RIF show is presented by Manco Logistics. You can find them online at mancolog.com, a thriving Rome local business, proud to support community efforts like RIF, and we are joined today from RIF by Leanne Cook. Hi, Leanne. How are you? Hello, I'm good. What's going on? Well, um, we're, you know, I've been doing this new job as executive director of RIF for about, oh, 16 weeks now. So I'm getting there. Are you, and are you 16 weeks ahead or do you feel like eight months behind? I think I feel eight months behind, but I feel like also every day I get a little better at what I know and, you know, what I need to be thinking about that will make RIF a stronger you know, part of our community. So I'm getting there. Well, and our, for our, just for our listeners, because you're being a trooper today, you had a, you had a tumble recently and you hurt your ribs and you, you're aching and, but you showed up. I did. My husband says I should be wrapped in bubble wrap 24 <laughs> seven, but I decided to leave that at home today. Are you okay? Just muddling through it? Oh yeah. Uh, but can you talk? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let me know if I need to talk a little louder. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, would you mind introducing our guest, please, ma'am? Oh my goodness. I have such a pleasure to introduce introduce Ms. Cheryl Jenkins. Hello, She's, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you. The crowd goes wild. Um, Cheryl, thank you. I love a good sound effect. <laughs> that joke never gets old. It does. It? It's fun. Um, really? Cheryl and I have become good friends in a short period of time, in my opinion, just because we have a lot of things in common. But I contacted her because I've been an admirer of her organization, one Community United, and I wanted to see if there were ways that we could talk about working together. So I'll leave the rest of that for her and I to talk about as we go. But yeah, Cheryl Jenkins. Hi, Cheryl. Hello. How Thank are you? you? I'm doing well today. Thank you. Uh, well, just before we talk about the, the synergy and the working relationship, for those who may not know, what is One Community United? You've been a guest on the podcast before, so I know a little bit about it. But to our listeners who may not know, what is One Community United? One Community United is a, a civic organization founded eight, almost eight years ago now with the concerns of what's happening in our, our town, our country, and how can we all work together, um, especially around the issue of race and, and some of the issues um, that, we, that were happening nationally. So our goal from the beginning has been to build relationships, to learn to talk to each other, people who are different from us, get to know people, get to know their stories, and then see how we can work together to continue to make Rome. We're all very proud of Rome and feel like we have a great community, but we know there are issues that can be, we know there are areas that we could do better. And so we began by just meeting in small groups. We now um, have a paid organizer who is working with faith leaders and some of our elected officials and our business leaders and just trying to see what is it that we can do. A big push right now for us is education, um, improving outcomes for our underperforming schools in Rome. So, but we're, we're, we're doing a lot of good things. Yeah. So it's relationship driven where you don't see these blocks of, Oh, this, this race or that it's about one-on-one connecting and then building communication and things like that building that trust in a safe place where we can talk about the hard issues 
Right, which continue to linger throughout the country and flare up every now and then. Right. Um, so, okay, well, great. So um, you're a local nonprofit doing great work in the community. RIF is a local nonprofit doing great work in the community. So tell us about this merger. This the uh, merger is the wrong word. This, this synergy, this yes. working relationship that has developed. Well, I had been an admirer of One Community United for a while. And I also have been doing a lot of research since I became the executive director of RIF just to think about what our place was in the community. And so, yes, of course, we're about film and we're about parties after films and we're about <laughs> a film festival. And that will be this year, November 2nd through the 5th. And so, you know, nobody ever said, gee, I wish we had less fun. That is not going to be something that your average person is going to say. <laughs> so I didn't want Riff to walk away from the film festival because it's a whole lot of fun. And we even get some tourists in town and we can bring some serious economic development dollars into the downtown area. But I really wanted Riff in this year. And, you know, also it's our 20th anniversary of being here in Rome. And so it was kind of like, OK, we're getting to be an adult now. What does this mean for an organization? And right, so, next year, Riff can drink. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got to thinking about that and doing some research. Now, I had also been in charge of marketing for the Savannah College of Art and Designs um, Savannah Film Festival that they put on every year in Savannah, which is extremely well known. It's probably one of the top 10 and definitely the top in the South. So I had a little bit of a head start in knowing what film festivals look like and can be and can do. So I started, you know, drawing on that research, thinking about it. And I realized that there's a couple things that a film festival can do that are more community oriented than we've ever done before. And one is about education, just like you were saying. Education, however, has to be something that film can be in. And so the way I looked at it was, okay, the film industry in Georgia is $4.4 billion. That's billion with a B. Wow. $4.4 <laughs> billion. And it's, it's now like the third most films behind California, mm -hmm. New York, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I personally want to keep that. Chuck Huffstetler, if you're listening, <laughs> this is for you. He got he got named in charge of that committee to review the, the tax, tax credit, incentives. Tax incentives. So yeah. I'm going to be sending him all kinds of material about how great it is. But listen up, Chuck. Yeah, but from an educational standpoint, you know, you look at 4.4 billion dollars, and you think, okay, how can I help the kids in the Northwest Georgia region understand that they do not have to go to you know a particular type of school to be in that industry? They could go to a four year school, sure, like Shorter or Barry. They've got film and acting and writing classes there, and you can even get a degree in something that would be very close to the film industry, but if you go to Georgia Highlands and if you go to Georgia Northwestern, you too can also be in the film industry with a two-year degree because they need people that do cosmetology. They need electricians desperately. They need people that are fabulous at catering. All of those things are things that our local students can do, um, you know, with just a two-year degree or even a certificate, and then they can get their part of the $4.4 billion film industry. So I thought, okay, one thing we can do authentically is talk about education and help that happen. And so we're going to be doing some scholarships to a student um, education seminar that we're going to do just for Northwest Georgia kids, and we're going to do it for free. And they're going to come to a whole-day seminar 
October 27th is the first one, and it's at Georgia Highlands. And they're going to be able to see people that are professionals in the business and hear about what they do for a living and also hear about how a college like Georgia Northwestern or Georgia Highlands or Barry can help them achieve that goal and get in that industry. So all that to say, education, I thought, okay, this is something we can legitimately do and we should do is help kids in Northwest Georgia go, I could get in the the film industry. So that's one. Okay. Go ahead. And then the second thing was some of the things that drew me to One Community United as well, which was this idea of conversations and how important it is to actually know someone before you can understand them, like them, sometimes uh, get a grip on their perspective versus yours. And I think that that comes from spending time with people. And I did a little bit more research, and it shows in, in study after study worldwide for more than 20 years, there have been uh, evidence that comes back that when people see films together at the same time, and when that film strikes an emotional chord in them, they are, they are temporarily in a much more community state of mind than they would be normally, and they are because of the emotion, they are able to talk a little bit more freely about things that are emotional. And that's what the research shows. And so... Oh, interesting. Isn't that neat? And so yeah. as I was thinking about that, and also, frankly, thinking about how to get money <laughs> right. and how to get notoriety for RIF, I saw that the National Endowment for the Arts through the Georgia program South Arts had a really, really prestigious grant you could go after. And so I thought, ooh, let me let me go after this grant. And it stated that one of, I'll talk about that more in a little bit, but may, the main point is one of the important things you had to have was relationships with nonprofits in your community that also were interested in having serious, real conversation. Boom. So okay. how did y'all connect? I called her on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got her phone number off of someone and said, please let me call her. She stalked, I, no, she stalked you. She stalked you. I have an idea who, who that might be. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I was delighted because you're right. I think when you can sit down and watch a film, and that's part of, we were able, one of the things we did during COVID was have some free movies that we showed at the Barry Theater. And so we did some some fun ones, but then we also did some serious ones. Driving While Black, um, the I Am Not Your Negro, which is the story of James Baldwin. We did. Like see that. We also did the first Black Panther movie, and I can't remember. But we have we've we've learned that that is a way to to help educate people, but then also to provide that door to start talking about yeah. hard hard issues. But also, what we do seems serious, but we're all about fun, too. <laughs> so, and, and one of our signature events is the Dinner on the Bridge, what we call One Table, which is September 17th. Ooh, I'm going to come this year. Which is, seven, <laughs> which is September 17th. And the whole idea is when you can sit down together and share a meal and talk to people, that's when things change. That's when people start sharing, yeah. sharing visions and that's interesting. You talk you talk about sharing a meal, and you were talking about the shared experience of watching a movie because the the you know the the filmmaking art can move you emotionally depending mm-hmm. on you whether it's action or drama or whatever you know the art of it. So, but the shared experience can open up doors afterwards for communication. Absolutely. 
That's, Research over decades has shown that to be the case. That's interesting. Okay, so what what are some more the more specific things that Riff and you guys have planned together? Well, the next thing we have coming up is something you should tell about. All right. Mm-hmm. One Community United, the, our, our local NACP branch began last year sponsoring a parade downtown for Juneteenth. Okay. Um, which is the black community recognizes the is the official ending of slavery, right? Because of it was several years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Anyway, so I believe the word finally got to someplace in Texas, Texas. or something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I had my notes, but uh, um, Major General Granger, I think, came on his white horse to Texas, and that's when you know to let people know because lots. Anyway, I can get in the weeds with all that, but but because. Um, they started, the NAACP started this Juneteenth celebration in Rome, and of course now it's a national holiday. And then we asked, could we partner with that and show a movie, which we did last year. We, we showed the documentary, um, the Ava DuVernay documentary, 13th, about the 13th Amendment. And so this year, we um, also wanted to do a movie as part of the NAACP Juneteenth celebration weekend. So they actually, there will be a uh, a program at the city auditorium Friday night on June 16th. The parade is downtown here on the 17th. Um, and then the 18th, um, there'll be some church services, but then we'll also do a movie at the DeSoto that Leanne has helped arrange. So we'll be at, at the DeSoto on June 18th at three thirty, showing Wakanda forever, which is the second, right? The sequel to black Panther. There's the, the second one. And, and it's, it's wonderful. It's a great film. So that, that ties in perfectly with, with your connectivity to NAACP regarding Juneteenth as part of your organization, but tying the film in works perfectly with your organization. How did you, how does one go about getting a movie like that? Both of my organizations actually, (laughs) because I'm also the president of the DeSoto, Theater Foundation. And so the oh, way, you just got your hands in a lot of pots there. <laughs> well, and what happens is once you start to work on behalf of more than one nonprofit in this town, you begin, if you're lucky, to see ways you can make them stronger by putting them together. And so, you know, the DeSoto is always raising money so that that 1929 theater can be what it was meant to be, which is a community arts center. Yeah. But, you know, we also have things like, oh, it's so old that there's water coming under the floors and things like that. So we are always renovating. So we we raise money for the building. Now I'm the president of that foundation. But, of course, being executive director of RIF, we care about movies and we want them to be in beautiful locations like the DeSoto. So I had a talk with myself (laughs) and also with the members of the board of the DeSoto, and we agreed to sponsor it. And so we're going to have the movie be free of charge. And this is all three of our organizations coming together. Right. And we, of course, are going to have nice, big, hey, would you like to give a donation (laughs) buckets around and um, QR codes where people can you know, put it, zip, zap it electronically from their credit card. But, you know, anybody can come in and you do not have to give a donation. So it's a totally free movie that the three of us organizations are t- bringing to, you know, Rome and the surrounding area. And it celebrates Juneteenth. And I think it's great. And it's also Father's Day. 
Ah. And so Oh yeah, that's right. You could take your dad to the movies too. And so we really think we're you, hoping you, it'll you be just, a sellout. You, you just got every angle covered, don't you? I know pretty much, yeah. Well, <laughs> you start talking about QR codes mm-hmm. and people being able to donate with their credit cards. <laughs> you got this covered. I pretty much <laughs> spent my whole life in marketing before I went into community <laughs> service. So <laughs> Um well a couple of little side notes that when you talk about the DeSoto and that role that you have Obviously, that is such a community icon. I, you know, I'm dating myself here. I saw the original Star Wars there. Oh, that's as, great. But wow. when when you can, when you remember where you saw a movie as part of the experience yes. of the enjoyment of the film, and the you know, I, I probably saw dozens and dozens of movies as a kid at the DeSoto, which all Romans can identify mm-hmm. with. Um, so great that that that's still here and being yeah. maintained and worked on. Um, but how does one go about? Uh, just out of curiosity. How do you go get Wakanda Maybe. Forever? How do you go get it? Who do you call? Who That's you- <laughs> a really good question. There are a lot of studio licensee companies that exist. And so there's a lot of, you know, how many movies a year do you rent from us? How many people see those movies, et cetera. And so between the DeSoto and Riff, we make a relationship with one or more of those entities that license films every year because we kind of estimate how many we're going to show and every year we continue to show more at the DeSoto because of what you just said you know there's always somebody who remembers I hear that story all the time I remember seeing such and such movie at the DeSoto and we really want I hope some kids say that after the movie on the 18th of June you know yeah wouldn't that be great if they said I remember seeing Wakanda forever (laughs) with my family do 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 these studio fees do they charge you exorbitantly and it's just an investment on the part of Riff or is it something that they work with you because you are nonprofit and it does help the movie get seen again? Yeah, no. You know, <laughs> Hollywood's in, not so much about they're nonprofits. In it make, they're in it to make money. They're in it to make money. And so we do the best we can in terms of getting it inexpensively because we do so many movies, but otherwise nothing. <laughs> but but at the, so from, from Riff's perspective, this is the cost of doing business to right. promote this event, to raise money in other ways for other things. To be a partner in this community. Sure. It's and, important. And so um, you mentioned Juneteenth. What else, and what else do you guys do year round at, at One Community United? We recently in February, we have what we call our hug event, Hearts United <laughs> Gathering. And this year, for the first year, we did an art experience as part of that, as well as a speaker. Normally, it's a speaker event, and we this year brought in Reverend Stephen Samuel. Oh, he was great. Who is related to Miss Willie Mae Samuel, who many of us know in town. He was wonderful. He was our 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 speaker for the for Sunday night for Saturday night. But the new thing we did was with Xavier Ringer and Amanda Banks and some of our local young artist and we did an art show selena tilly was great we were we had it at the history center and when you talk about bringing in arts to help people understand and experience emotionally the the things you want to talk about it was a beautiful experience xavier ringer i can't sing her praises enough she was wonderful we had some visual art we had performing art we had a musician we just had some people who did some some um we had a dancer who was beautiful, who um, attended. She's a Kusa High graduate this year and, and going on to do great things. I know she's um, – so people came in, and we had food. We had Russell Steele from – who has a food truck um, as chef to do 
cuisine, food that was related to black America and some of it that would have come over from, from the African continent. Um, so we had food and, and Chloe Garth Fielder who has her own now catering business and specializes in things like she did gumbo. Um, mm-hmm. Russell did um, shrimp sliders. It was Ooh, a variety of food, but <laughs> now I'm but, hungry, <laughs> but it was a great experience. We filled, we had over 200 people each night at the history center who got to watch the performers, look at the visual art, and it was all by um, African-American black black artists. Young, and, and a lot of it were young artists, and we were very proud to be able to support the arts in that way as well. Yeah. So, And we had a videographer that we're hoping to get connected to Riff as well because he's very talented, Nick Nolan. And it was a great experience. They talked about what it means. Um, we had one presentation that was about hair, about about black hair and and how proud they are of it and just some some information that even most of us in the audience were like wow we didn't know this right but it just made you appreciate so much that that culture and and their their stories well, they were beautiful it was it, so we did that and we're going to do that again we're hoping to ex- extend our art experience um, I just got the proposal to look at, so I'm hoping that, that One Community United will continue to do that. One of our hug speakers several years ago was Peggy Wallace Kennedy, the daughter of George Wallace. Wow. Oh. I would like she to have heard that. talked about her experiences with um, Martin Luther King's daughter um, and how they were able to come together, and she's written a book to sort of reconcile you know, her father's legacy with, with Dr. King. So... It, it was that so we we've brought in some really moving speakers to talk about That's what's wonderful. happening, and then we just do our informal get-togethers like we're having this Saturday at La Mexicana in in, in West Rome. Um, I'll be there. Just and those are really more relation re, relation building. We we don't go into those with with the set agenda, which frustrates some people. But it's more about how can we build relationship. And well, Seth just walked in. Yay, yeah. hey, Seth. Hey, everybody. Sorry I'm late. Yeah, yeah. The uh, better late than never, but we're not going to stop and edit. And we're just going to let it, we're just going to roll as he arrives. Welcome, Seth. How are you? Seth good. Ingram? Good. How are y'all? Uh, we're good. Um, so we, we're just chatting about the, the relationship here between Riff and One Community United. And, and I know you wanted Seth to touch on, kind of emanated from this grant that, yes. that you guys applied for. So um, what I will say is, you know, One Community United is... One of, and I frankly think the foundational nonprofit that Seth and I talked about reaching out to when we wanted to get this grant. So um, that's how One Community United is related to the grant. But the grant itself is coming from South Arts and from the National Endowment for the Arts. And Seth and I talked about it. Um, do you want me to yeah, tell yeah, it? Yeah, okay. So, you know, he has been doing such a great job with the film festival all these years, but he said to me, one of the things that he kind of challenged me on when we talked about me joining him in this endeavor was, you know, what else can we do? And so I said, what else can we do? And that's how I began to look at grants. And I, w- I will tell you, I've never written a grant before in my life and I was concerned about it, but I think I might've gone a little overkill ish <laughs> because of it. And so the idea for the grant is it's called the Southern circuit independent documentary festival put on by South Arts, and it's been going since 1975. 
And so it's been around for a long time and it's pretty prestigious. If you win this grant, South Arts treats it as one of their top three grants that they give. And so if you are one of the people chosen, they do certain things and they ask you to do certain things. And then what they are going to do is they're going to provide to Riff and thus to our whole community, six different documentary films that were made in the last year in the South about issues pertinent to and important in the South. Okay. And so they'll be really relevant and recent. And they're also going to commit to us that they're going to pay all those fees we were just talking about, about the studios. Okay. So that's great. So will these films be at RIF or spread out through the year? Well, they're going to be spread out through the year. The cool thing about them, although it's also a logistical, interesting kind yes. of thing, is that they want you to have one film a month so that you can give the topic breathing room. And they also want it to be year-round programming. And so if you get this grant, somebody like uh, Seth and I, we've been talking about doing more and more in year-round programming. Well, then poof, you got year-round programming. Because (laughs) the first one they want you to show either in August or September with the next one, you know, the next month and the next month. And then a couple months off for Christmas and the new year. And then right back at it again for February, March, April. And it'll be one documentary each month, and it's always about an important topic in the South. So, for example, if you looked at the ones they did this past year, you'll see things like food insecurity, mental health, super important. You know, the importance of the church in the black experience in America and how it has been a political and an emotional and a family-oriented endeavor, the black church in America, and all kinds of race topics because that is something that has just really plagued us. And so there there are going to be six topics, and we're not going to know until Seth and I (laughs) get together with the other people that were lucky enough to get chosen. So they only choose six cities in the entire South, so nine states. They only choose six cities, and we were chosen. And we get to sit down with the folks at South Arts and go through about 25 movies that they've already curated and see which ones we think are be most relevant to us. Oh, so you can even localize it to our community even more. Oh, that's that's a sweet spot for us to see this or Mm -hmm. okay. Interesting. And so the same the same six don't show in every city. No. Okay. And then the overkill of Leanne Cook is that (laughs) (laughs) I talked to about 15 different nonprofits because they won't tell you what the movies are because they don't know. So I thought, okay, I need to talk to NAMI and I need to talk to One Community United and I need to talk to, you know, PFLAG and all the different groups because I really wanted to be sure that I had some people that would be willing to be partners to us if we won because the deal is this. They want you to get your nonprofit or two. They want you to find a professional location the best that you can. And then they want you to invite the community to come. And they also want you to have an expert panel or an art show or some food or some entertainment after the fact so that there's more of an event that happens. And so this is going to be really a labor of love in the community. I talked to local government and they said they were in. You know, they're going to let us use the city auditorium for a couple of the movies. Obviously, the DeSoto is in. Right. We can use the DeSoto for as many as we want. I've also talked to Barry College, and they are in. So they're going to let us do one there if we want. Um, Georgia Highlands. We've talked to some big churches, and I'm probably going to need to get some more help as to the right big churches to go to. But, you know, not so much in downtown Rome, per se, as other places in this community 
that might be a little further out of town where people might be more interested in going to. So as long as you get, you have a decent Blu-ray film you know, <laughs> ability and a speaker, you can be a location. And so Seth and I have a lot of, you lots know, of, lots dis- of planning, going a lot on. of planning to do and a lot of decisions, but I think it's going to be great. And we're super excited. We just found out like two days ago. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. So this you. is kind of breaking news. It is. We haven't, we're not going to probably tell anybody until after this comes out. So probably it will be breaking news. Uh, so this is part of though, you touched on it and Seth, if you could touch on it, the, the overall goal to kind of, you know, riff it's this annual event, but yet you want to have a brand year round. Yeah. yeah. We, we want to be known in the community as being recognized year round for what we're doing. Um, not just as part of the community, but, you know, with curating films and building a film culture as, as well. And we've talked about this in the, in the past that Riff is, so, well, Riff so, is, so we spilled a cup. We spilled a cup. Yeah, it's okay. So we've sort of served in a lot of capacities in helping, um, you know, establish a film commission or as we're trying to do and, and, and be the voice of film in Rome. Uh, but because of that, we've just, we intersect with so many different parts of the community and this will give us a, you know, just more, more substantial programming. We're still trying to do some other programming as well throughout the summer that won't be, you know, impactful films as much more entertainment or, or, you know, a film, other film series that we're going to be doing. So that we'll have one of those, some of the city auditorium and some of the DeSoto as well. So be on the lookout for those, but yeah, we are going to have a more year round presence. Well, and this, but this specific grant, allows you to connect with local nonprofits in, yeah. in different ways like this one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we've worked with one community United before on several other projects and it's been great. And we've, we've tried to partner, even when we get films submitted to the festival, we try to find community partners that um, can match up that way. You can build a better audience and have a better conversation and uh, get different, get more support for the festival that way. But yeah, this is great. We're excited to do this. Leanne did a fantastic job on the grant. Well, and you know, you're making a good point there, Seth. So I don't want people to think it's something we weren't doing at Riff. I think we sure. were doing yeah, it yeah, yeah. organically. Yeah. They were doing it. And in fact, they did such a great job last year with Her Name is Hester, and they've done a lot of environmental films that I've seen. And so I just sort of kind of thought about what that sort of inherent quality of Riff was and then went looking for a grant that kind of brought it out even more. Yeah. So how hard is it to apply for a grant? You said you did overkill. What is this just filling out a bunch of forms or writing an essay or <laughs> making, making phone yeah. calls? For- I mean, it's kind of all of the above. So National Endowment for the Arts is one of the toughest. So you have to jump through all these hoops to get certain specific numbers from the federal government that say you are who you say you are. So that takes a while and a lot of, you know, red tape. Then you have to read in this particular submission had 14 different questions and they wanted you to be very specific and they wanted you to have done a lot of research and each question was slightly different and so I had to literally go find out like what is the projection capability at the city auditorium and yes things like that and so what dates are you not available next year (laughs) so it was a lot of logistics but also it was also a joy because I had done all this research about emotion and films and the importance of it. And so it was using that research to connect with the grant to connect with all the various nonprofits and the locations and kind of wrap it up in a bow and say, you got to come to Rome. Rome is where it's going to be at, you know, for the next Southern documentary film circuit. So, Well, where do we, uh, kind of stepping back from the specific grant in the relationship with One Community United, we're about six months out. Where, where, do we, where do you guys feel like we are, Seth? Where, where are we big picture as we, 
you know, evaluate <laughs> all the films. Well, currently, yeah, just getting ready for for Riff this year. Yeah, currently we're approaching three hundred submissions, and our we're we're taking submissions through the end of August. So we're hopefully going to get our programming um, locked up a lot sooner, and out some of the the films earlier. I was I've been making booking our jury already, so we're uh, going to be able, be able to announce some of our jurors who are on the list. Uh, some of them will be exciting, and some people that we've had before, and some new people. You locked in anybody famous? Can we break some news here? Uh, let's not do it just yet. I did uh, <laughs> confirm Chris Escobar is going to be a oh, juror for the, he's the the executive director of the Atlanta Film Society. I think he's famous, so, <laughs> so he's he's agreed to be one of our jurors, um, like Angelina Jolie. We will we will have some announcements to make. I ha- I do have some uh, some. Um, lines out there i'm waiting to get some confirmations but we will we'll, we'll try to save it for the next one we'll break maybe we can maybe we have some mergers on the next podcast okay so that's, that's just you guys rolling these high circles where every now and then he'll name drop somebody famous to me like it's oh yeah i was talking to i won't say the name but oh yeah, i was talking to so-and-so I'm like oh come on man yeah i can't do that he's the one that does that he's got all those people in his well, cell phone well, well, well and where do you feel like we are six months out from your perspective um you know big picture I feel like I have no flipping idea insofar as this is my first year. Right. So when they so you don't know if you're ahead or behind. Well, I feel like I just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, we have had lots of great conversations with sponsor organizations, and they've all been very kind in saying yes. We are we are thinking of sponsoring you, et cetera. For example, last year our best and greatest sponsor was Georgia Power. And it was such a great relationship. They brought some of their EVs and they had a tent and there was a lot of great things that we were working on together. So, of course, we're hoping they'll sponsor us again this year. If you're listening to this, Georgia Power, I'm talking to you. Um, no, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. But also we've had conversations with new sponsors that seem to be very excited about some of our things. And so, you know, we're just trying every day to get the message out to the right people of you want to be a part of this initiative because it's going to better our region. Right. And well, in collaborating with the, some of these other organizations, yeah. it's, it's just as long as the brand is getting put out there all the time and people go, Oh, Hey, I want to be involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the fight y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all have always fought. Yeah. Just people educating people on what the festival is and how they can participate in it. I mean, I think that it's still a strange Thing to people that live a lot of people live in the community don't even have never attended riff and they don't know that you just come and watch movies and network and have a great time um so i think just getting the word out that what it is and how people can participate um and getting new sponsors and helps bring in new traffic and uh so just continue to build the brand and uh increase the i guess the level of films and the quality of films that we're presenting so yeah just building, well, so, building so. a reputation in the industry yeah and we're also doing things, and this is really a Seth initiative, and I'm just trying to support him, but it's something he's been really passionate about for some time is how do we build the business of film in Northwest Georgia and Rome? And so he's been working with the city and the county government and actually state government on this initiative. And, you know, it's getting closer to being a reality all the time. Yeah. So we're, we're, pers- we're making some big strides, and hopefully we'll have some um, – some other breaking news to report down right, the road here. Because right, is this can without being specific, is this related to kind of incentivizing more production here through dollars and cents benefits for the film companies? That would be the idea down the road. I, I think at first we've just got to get a commission established and figure out what those parameters are, and and then we'll go from there on what if there is an incentive or what that would look like. But yeah, some, something to that effect. Though, okay, so. So you're talking big picture and long term. Good. Yeah, yeah. So it's um. 
a lot of other communities have done it, even communities smaller than than Rome. But we have a lot of films come here, so we're trying to uh, set ourselves up to get more of that work and keep keep some of our young people here and you know, in our film education programs and all the other jobs that go along on a film set. There's lots of opportunities. Yeah, well, that's what we talked a little bit about that earlier. All the all the tangential stuff that you, you don't think about electricians and caterers right. and yeah. you know, there's there's so much that goes on. Yeah. In in addition to the Juneteenth Wakanda Forever film. Um, anything specific on the horizon prior to Riff? Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, we do have one other, and we really haven't talked about this yet either. So, you know, everything's <laughs> all about breaking news today. We're going to be doing another sing-along. When last I spoke to you, we were talking about Encanto as our kids sing-along, and we sold that thing out. There were hundreds of children dressed up like Mirabelle and Bruno um, that day. And that was a um, fundraiser for Riff and the DeSoto Foundation. And so we're going to do one for a slightly different audience, but probably just as fun and hopefully just as sold out. July the 8th, we're going to do a sing-along to the movie Mamma Mia. And we hope people will dress as their favorite Alva character and come ready to sing. Um, because, you know, the movie itself, some people go, oh, God, it has um, has some singers in it that could use a little bit more education. So we're just going to try to drown that guy out. <laughs> but, you know, you oh, can't some do of, anything. Some of Meryl Streep's love interests yeah. can't sing. I, yeah. I, I, I. But it's such a fun movie, and it really taps into something that people love. There's something about Ava music that, that's why they made a movie out of it. So we're going to do that July the 8th at the DeSoto. So, you know, I think it's going to be another sellout. I'm going to go ahead and say that now. Dancing Queen and um, Mamma Mia, and that's about all I know from that. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what else do they? Waterloo? Mm-hmm. I mean, once you get going, you go, oh, my gosh, that song. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think it'll be super fun and we're going to hopefully make some money for Riff and for the DeSoto so we can keep our mission going and also get people excited about going to the films at the DeSoto again and thinking that of that as a destination. And then we're going to do those summer films that Seth just talked about with the city auditorium because Riff is about films, not just at the DeSoto, but wherever great films can be shown. Okay. Um, all right, so let's uh, when, when the Juneteenth weekend review your weekend again, if you don't mind, you there, Cheryl. So NAACP will start that weekend on Friday, June sixteenth, okay. with a performance at the City Auditorium that's open to the community, and they are sponsoring the parade downtown on the Saturday, Saturday the seventeenth, and a get together. I think we're going to have some food trucks at the end of the parade and and some fun things with that. In well, NACP is going to do that, and then on Sunday, Greater Mount Olive Baptist Church will have a service. And Tyrone, I'm sorry, I drew a blank. Um, anyway, a former state representative will be speaking, and then we will do in conjunction with Riff and Desoto, we'll do Wakanda Forever at three thirty that Sunday afternoon. And we'll have concessions open, but they will be for pay. That will not be free. It is free to watch the movie, but but uh, we're hoping you'll come and buy some concessions too. And what is your contact information at One Community United if people want to get involved year-round or specifically with this event? How can they connect with you? Sure. We're on Facebook, and we also have a website. So onecommunityunited.org is our website. Um, Dakota Watley helps keep that current. And then our Facebook page is One Community United Rome. And we post our events on Facebook, social media, and our website. All right. Uh, Leanne, uh, Seth, final thoughts from you guys on 
where we are or what's coming up, this event, you know, whatever's, whatever's on your mind there. And just keep an eye out on our website too at riftga.com and our, I'll follow us on social media at Rome Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube. YouTube, all the things. So <laughs> what, did, what did we do before social media? Now we'll be having some um, some announcements coming out, hopefully some press releases coming out in the near future. So lots lots of working on in lots of different directions. So, uh, yeah, great stuff coming so, out. So a little bit of breaking news today, teasing more breaking news to come. Teasing, the tease. Absolutely. Um, final thoughts, Leanne? I'm so happy to be a part of this community and also the nonprofit world here. Um, and I love movies. <laughs> who doesn't love movies who doesn't? That's right. yeah that's uh, my final thought yeah. <laughs> okay great um well thank you so much everybody this has been fantastic <laughs> you have been listening to, to the rome international film festival podcast otherwise known as riff we broadcast from the hardy realty studios in downtown rome and this show is brought to you by manco logistics which you can find at mancolog.com thanks for listening